from KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Well, good evening, Chatterbox listeners. My name is Alon. And my name's Ara. And I'm Molly. Molly's back. Yes, Amazing. I am. Amazing. Took a yep. hiatus last week. Yeah. Just because of rain. Oh, I was really freaked out, and I live like 45 minutes away from here, so I didn't want to risk it. It was just a little rain, maybe some golf ball Wait, size this was, hit. It this was, was because of rain? It was, okay, didn't you, did anybody watch the news? It was the worst storm that we've had yeah, all year. Yeah, but it was like for five seconds. No, it, it went on for hours near my house. Is it like, is it like, like doing loops around your house? Yes, in a circle. Actually, where she lives is one of the worst hit areas. Was it, was it a high? My hiatus? car is now a golf ball because of this, this storm. And my yeah. car has got dents too. Right? Yeah. No, I, I meet with my insurance agent next Thursday. Dude, you just you just talked right in the middle of my pun. Uh, I didn't know you were punning. Uh, well, that's because you interrupted it. You I it? was that, asking that her. That was that was a pun in itself. I was asking her if she was on a hiatus. No, 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 that's not funny. No. Well, not anymore <laughs> since the timing's completely messed up. All right, I'm sorry. That's okay. I forgive you. I forgive me too. Um, <laughs> so, video games? <laughs> yeah, we played those. So I finished Uncharted two. Yes. Molly is a huge fan. I am of Uncharted two. I'm actually glad that you played that because um, I want to next week when you guys play Castlevania, I want to hear uh, your comparisons. Let's tell the Castlevania story. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm leaving work today. And I get a call. I miss the call first from Corey. And I'm like, oh, it's probably nothing. Back up a second. He, we both work on Golgatron. Corey is a major part of Golgatron. Yes. Dot com. Yep. All right. So I get a call from Corey. I, I miss it the first time. He calls immediately afterward. And I answer the phone. And to give a little backstory, um, so like three weeks ago, we were supposed to get copies of Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Uh, in advance to play and review and all that good stuff. Never got them. Um, we were we were wondering what happened to them. He was emailing the reps at Konami like, dude, where's the games? You know, you said you sent them. We never received them. Where are they? So he gives me a call and he's like, so funny story. Step out on my patio tonight. And he never goes out on his patio. And so he's like, step out on my patio. And I see in the corner a weathered beaten box cardboard box covered in cobwebs because we never get weather in arizona but we no. happened to last week last week so last tuesday was the last time that we had you know any rain or anything like that and so it had to at least have been sitting there for a week yeah he opens it up and castlevania castlevania is in the box yep yeah a fitting <laughs> place for a uh, such a gothic game Corey is notorious f up <laughs> how the part I don't understand about this uh, series of events is how does this package 
transport itself from, I guess, his front door to his patio? No, well, like they, they'll leave it there so it doesn't get taken. But usually they leave like a sticky note on your front door saying, yeah. we missed you, your package is at but X location. This, this patio is like somehow like readily accessible to delivery no, people, but not the uh, person who lives there? Well, no, here's the thing. So when you live in an apartment, right, you're familiar with apartments. Yes, I, have I, know seen that, apartments I know that you before. live in a house, but... So you can walk around the back, you can get to the patio, but if you never go out to the patio, you just go in your front door, and you never go to the patio, and you expect a package at your front door oh, or so at what, the front So what, he's like on the first floor or something? Yeah, he's on the first floor, and... Even um, if he wasn't on the first floor, I don't know if that would make a difference. Well, yeah, well, yeah it, it, would, would it wouldn't find his way to the patio. <laughs> I don't think the package would get up to the second <laughs> yeah, floor. Yeah, he would be tossing it up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he does live on the first floor, though. So okay, that makes it I mean, sometimes... Sometimes I'll get a package and they'll leave it kind of, you know, pressed up against the wall. That's so like no one can see that you. Oh have, yeah, you or, know, or you under the mat. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, leaving a giant lump under the mat. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? Funny. Sometimes they don't have that sticker actually. I yeah, they just leave see, it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I've definitely or, found things like around the back gate, but I'm expecting them, right? Right. And so he's expecting them. Right. He so, should be looking yes, at work, like, but he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not in front of me. It must not be here at all. Yeah. So things like this seem to happen all the time to Corey. But that's <laughs> well, that's fine. And then he didn't even take a picture of it so he could make fun of it on the website. Yes. Well, I'm I'm sad that you guys didn't get to play it. Um, I played some of the demo, and I love Corey, by the way. I have to say, even if he's an idiot, that um, wow, it's like. I thought it was going to be bad, but it's much worse than I ever expected. <laughs> but that's only really? because you're holding on to like this this nostalgic love for Castlevania. Incorrect. It, I am, it got very good review scores. I, of course it did, and so do a lot of S games. Now, I am holding on to a nostalgic love for Castlevania. That is true. But I don't think it's crap because of that. It's supposed to be a pretty good God of War clone. I'll tell you, it's a very... Very, very expertly impressive <laughs> technical tour de force. Okay? It looks amazing. Okay. Okay? Some of my other friends have looked in and they're like, wow, these are possibly the best graphics we've ever seen. Right? Uh, they must not have played Uncharted 2. <laughs> Uncharted 2 well, had pretty well, good stuff Perhaps. On. Perhaps. But anyway. Right. The best part about it is that this, the production values are just off the charts. Right. The worst part about it is that at least everything that I've experienced in the game so far, which is not that much, just the demo, right, is completely uninteresting and underwhelming. All of the enemies are boring. Right. They're not. It's it's definitely not Castlevania in 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 spirit. Right. It's like it's it's just oh, we have this popular franchise name. And let's get, like, I don't know. It's almost like if they had, like, um, oh, Christ. If they had... Um, Christ would fit, fit in quite well in the Castlevania theme. Yeah, it's, it's, almost like, it's almost like they took, like, I don't know, like, some, like, like Steven Spielberg does Castlevania the movie, right? It's just, well, it was Hideo Kojima, which is basically well, it, well, it Steven though. Spielberg of no, 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 video games. But it wasn't, though. That's a, that's a very common misconception. They stuck his name onto it, but he didn't do that much. They, they, he was a co-executive producer right, or something right, like right. that. They basically consulted on it, right? But he, he, did not, he didn't direct the game. He wasn't like... No. Right. Okay, so it's like, okay, you know, it, it feels like a, a God of War slash, like, now this is its own genre because there's enough games that are just like each other, right? Like God of War slash Dante's Inferno, 
Um, maybe there's a few others like that. It's, there's it's a, a Conan game. Like yeah, it's, it's it's in this very similar vein, and there's at no point that I played did I really feel like I was actually doing anything substantial. I just felt like I was pressing buttons well, until I got to the next cinema, which would activate very readily. But you played the demo, and the demo is usually the first, like, 10 to 15 minutes of the game, like, tutorial type of stuff. Yep. And usually, I don't know, to me, it's, I'm not all that, like, captivated by the first half hour or so of a video game. Right, which is is ironic, because why why would they do that? Why would they not captivate you in the beginning? I mean of a it's game? all about like this is how you play the game and we're setting up the storyline and it, in case it totally you don't depends know about on the, it. it totally depends on the game we've we just talked about uncharted two, which Molly loves, and that game tries to grab you right from the beginning right well, in any case right I mean it's pretty clear right like there's there's the way the camera moves does not change from outside the demo. the way the basic character moves and his 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 you know his moves and his basic package of things you can do. Right, I mean, like those basic movements don't change, and I found it to be highly unsatisfying and highly derivative. And also, there are reviews that echo these sentiments, right? So it's not like I'm totally off base here. But I'm sad. I'm sad because it could have been much more, and it's just it's it's very it just feels very formulaic to me. And, oh. and this is a trend that a lot of the high-profile games are going in, right? And this is very, very seriously disconcerting to me, that a lot of the most high-profile games are basically copying each other and trying to be safe, right, with super high production values and just very, very... Tried and true formula. Well, yeah. The the, the irony, the irony out of all of this, right, is I I read a review about this game. They gave it a 75, right, which is good by all accounts, Right, and they characterized the structure of the game as highly formulaic. Right, so apparently, I don't know. Apparently, that doesn't. People don't seem to care about that. But <laughs> you mean just uh, apparently they're okay giving it a good score, even though it is that way, and that's because originality isn't a factor in scoring. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it, w- it's it would not... be if we had a judgment scale. Right. Well, I you mean, and I put that together. Yeah, I don't think that that's you know. There's more to it, but yeah, I'm just totally underwhelmed. Maybe and, the 25 hate, points they lost are, are for lack of originality. Maybe. And I just, I, hate, I just hate to see something that looks so good play so unsatisfying. That's the thing that, that hurts me on the inside. Yeah, but, you know, I look at the last 10 years of Castlevania, and I think, you know what? Symphony of the Night was something pretty new at the time. And then all the following Castlevania games were the same damn thing. Well, and, Until Harmony of Despair came out, and that was a little bit, a little bit different. Not not that different from other they, Castlevania games. They haven't games. been do making the like all the Game Boy ones. Yeah, they haven't been, been the same thing over ha- and over. They and over. haven't been doing a great job with those either, honestly. They, well, they've been good. That's what's weird about it. Like people like them. They enjoyed them. However many six or seven or twelve of them there were, yeah. um, but they were really all the same thing, and they were all based on the one good, you know, Symphony of the Night. And prior to that. People liked Castlevania and, games and the way they used to be. still better than, than all of those anyway. Yeah. The only previous Castlevania games that people didn't like <clears throat> are the ones that, well, I guess this is always going to be the case. Like, Castlevania multiple times has been reimagined, and sometimes it's successful, sometimes it's not. I mean, it started out with the very first sequel. The, the original Castlevania people liked, but um, Castlevania 2, Belmont's whatever, Belmont's Revenge. That is the last Castlevania game I played. 
<laughs> Castlevania yeah. 2? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That, that was like the role-playing Castlevania yeah. you game. Know what, you know what, though? I'd say that this one diverges from the, the, the canon as it were more than any of the other ones. Not only in Oh, come on. It's theme, a guy with a whip trying to kill a vampire, Not only right? in theme, but also in um, execution and mechanics. Well, mechanics, I'm sure of. Not only that. That's what changes over time. N- not only that, right? But I thought that the, the Xbox Castlevania, the 3D one, had a much, much better combat system than which which one, one are we talking about now? There's there's Harmony a, a, Despair? A 3D one. I don't I don't remember the subtitles. The, the one that came out in Xbox. It was, Original Xbox. It was the, yeah. It was the last 3D oh. uh, Castlevania game before this you one. You mean the just one that was out. the remake of the Nintendo 64 one? The, they were not remakes of the Nintendo 64 ones. They were just 3D. Oh wait, no, there was a different 3D one for yeah. the PS2 and for the Xbox. Right. Which I kind of liked when I played it at A3, but I yes. never played the final version. Right. Right. I ended up doing a strategy guide on it way back when. The only flaw that that game had was that the the environments in the game were way too uh, box-like and corridor-like, right? Yeah, it was very much like go into a big room, fight some things, right. go to the but, next big but room, they, fight they, some I mean, things. the camera was better in that game, the movements felt better, the moves felt better, engaging with enemies felt better, everything. That game was universally panned, though. Nobody liked it. That's because of a reason that I'll tell you when we come back. We're right, that's a cliffhanger if I've ever heard one. We'll be right back. <laughs> Arizona's News Talk Leader, KFNX, AM 1100. And we are back. It's Chatterbox Video Game Radio. And I left you guys with a cliffhanger. Yeah, I was saying back. that... The 3D Castlevania, whose title I did not research over the break, uh, <laughs> which is for the the PS2 and Xbox. Yeah, right? it didn't so get it didn't get great reviews. Not Castlevania 64 for the right. Nintendo 64. Right, because that's because that's, that's a pile. Yeah, everyone knows that game is horrible. Yeah. Um, and and, and I want to go over a little Castlevania history before we get into it. I was I was trying to that say could that could take about a year. Just for a minute. <laughs> um, we're not going to go into all of the the various versions, but the the first one that was really big mainstream was the original Castlevania, and I. Like, for NES. I'm pretty sure that was the first Castlevania, period. Incorrect. But I was going to say, like, <laughs> there's probably something on the MSX or something I didn't know about. The very first one was an arcade game called Haunted Castle that was not so good, actually. Haunted Castle? I Haunted never knew Castle. it started in the arcade. Arcade game, Haunted Castle. Look it up. And that was part of the Castlevania series? That was the origin of the Castlevania series. Okay, but it wasn't actually... There was no ca- term Castlevania in it anywhere? No, it was called Haunted Castle. Okay. So, anyway... Basically starts out on the NES, and like a couple other NES games, uh, I've cited in the past specifically uh, Super Mario Brothers, which we know in Japan had a different version too, but in the US, Super Mario Brothers 2 was a total divergence from the original Super Mario Brothers. Zelda did the same thing. Uh, the first one was the way that people remember it. The second one, totally different, and then they went back to the original formula. Zelda 2 sucks. Yeah. Uh, mixed. Mixed. Nah. People don't all agree. What anyway, is, so what the, is this I'm hearing? Zelda and, and uh, Castlevania both went to this RPG-ish solution for the second game and then went back to their action origins. Uh, Mario didn't go RPG style. They just went totally different platform yeah. style. Super Mario RPG. But I'm talking about from well, number one to number well, two. Well, the funny thing about Castlevania 2 was that like it basically had that Metroidvania structure that people think started with Symphony of the Night. Yeah, but I mean, 
limited to the NES. And it, it was. Uh, yeah, but no, but it really, I mean, there's the, structurally, it was. There, there's no difference. You had a world that I was. I admit, it's you so go back long and since forth. I played it that I don't remember it well enough. I just remember like having to get Dracula's heart and right, like, travel right. here and there. Right, you can go freely, you know, left and right between locations. But wasn't there also talking stone? to NPCs and stuff? Well, yeah, in but two, it, yeah. Well, sure, but there's yeah, and there was experience point. Well, I guess there's experience and then the stupid day to night thing, yeah. where as soon as the it turns night, the game gets like ninety percent harder. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, I guess you don't like that part. Anyway, it was this actiony game, and then it switched over to this RPG-ish version, and then it went back to the way it used yeah. to be. And then, and then, well, the, well, the number three, right, had actually some kind of hybrid where paths diverged and came back, and you had three different characters yeah, you could use, yeah. and you can switch between them. Multiple characters. That was where Alucard showed up first. Yeah. I was like, wow, Dracula's name backwards. That's so creative. Yay. And so, um, <laughs> p- p- vampires aren't known for their yeah. creative. Anyway, so then there's a bunch of other games. There's Dracula X, which you like can't really get in America, but you can now. Right, and that had and, that had a hybrid uh, linear system where there was multiple paths, but they all went forward. Yeah. and then there's Castlevania Bloodlines for the Genesis. Like there's all the different versions, but basically they're all the same. Then PlayStation rolls around, we get Castlevania Symphony yeah. of the Night, which Ara is saying is actually a lot like the second one, but I still think totally different structurally in terms of the game map. Yeah, but the action mechanics were very different. I feel like that number well, two was well, a much yeah. slower game. Well, yes, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, Symphony of the Night then took root as, like, the new version of Castlevania. You didn't get those old ones anymore at all. And, and I skipped past Castlevania for, 4 for the Super Nintendo. But um, it's, yeah, it's once I went to Symphony of the Night... regarded as a reference piece. Yeah, it sure. was this new version that now all the rest of them copied for um, all the, the console versions afterwards. Or, excuse me, handheld versions. In, in, in many ways. And I was, I was sad to see also that... Like we said, it, it, we didn't get a lot of, of variation or, or improvement. Yeah. And so and then, actually, I, I hated I hated the way most of the castles were, uh, the levels were organized. In the Game Boy games, there were all kinds of locations where, you, you know, steps that went up to nowhere and hallways that ended in nowhere. And there's all these nooks and crannies that had no purpose whatsoever, and I thought that was real sloppy. I actually kind of like that. That's sloppy work, my friend. <laughs> anyway, um, in the middle there somewhere, they threw in the... Uh, Castlevania 64, yeah. which didn't succeed, so you didn't see more versions of it. It's not like they said, well, you know what, that one sucked, but we've got a good idea here. Let's keep running with it and just do a better version. They just gave up completely. Now, I don't know if that's just like the culture at Konami. They decide, well, tried it, it failed, let's move on. Yeah. Um, if they truly believed in the idea enough to get it made the first time, I would have, I would have liked to see them give it another shot, say, well, we screwed up, what did we screw up? We have all this learning under our belt. Let's make a better version of that now. I, I think it was but just they a, don't do that. I think it was just a crap team. See, because if if it's obvious that the team that made like Castlevania sixty four is not the same people that made Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Well, right. And it's obvious also that knowledge and experience about making games does not transfer from team to team. That was just a whole let's make a three D version to make a three D version. And I think they it gave wasn't the, inspired. They gave their like C minus team like that project because that was just horrendous. Which is weird because Castlevania is one of their primary IPs. So anyway, then there's the the PS2 Xbox version where like, hey, you know what? Let's let's actually revisit the three D thing, but we're gonna make it more action y like Symphony of the Night, really fast paced. Yeah, I thought And then you say it was good. Yeah, but gosh. everyone thinks it's bad. So now, tell me why. Well no, see see this is the mistake that you're making. Okay? Like you can't you can't it was not reviewed well, okay? And you have to understand how games are reviewed these days. Games are reviewed these days. Well, let's remember, th- these days are seven years ago. Okay, even still, even since then, yes. Maybe even the past ten years, honestly. Okay, okay? because 
the way games are reviewed these days is that, and it's funny because I have a related story that I've been wanting to talk about, so I'll try not to get into that too much, but basically, people, professional reviewers will often pick the most salient characteristics of something, and they will just pick plausible uh, explanations for for things. And I'm being really vague, but the reason why, the reason, what I mean by this is that They'll basically just attach themselves to the most obvious things about the game and comment on that and basically project and interpret the whole game in that light. So, for example, if the game looks effing awesome, right, it's going to get reviewed way better because that element, that's one of the most salient elements of a video game. In other words, it's one of the most obvious, easily perceptible elements of a video game. That is going to color the review much more strongly than other games. Number two, professional game reviews emphasize far too much high technology, in my opinion. And the problem with that Castlevania game was that uh, it was not super high tech. It was, the graphics were okay, and the tech was okay, and the graphics were We're talking about the 3D one for the PS2 and Xbox. Right. Okay. But it wasn't anything amazing and i believe that that's the reason why it didn't do so well i'm guessing you're right as well because it was it was pretty late in the the cycle and and it was really it was really bad for them the other thing i told you about the corridors and the box shaped rooms right that was that was really that was really a mistake on their part because that made it even more obvious in in its 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 plainness let's say right because I thought that was a big mistake myself. And I was able to get past it, right, and enjoy the game for what it was after that. But I could understand if Does a lot Lords of Shadow can. do that? Um, what, the new one? Yes. No, it's, it's a lot less obvious that areas in the game are like that. They're not really like that, right? But this, here's the problem, right? The camera is free-moving in that game. And so constantly you're getting things that are like... The, you know, you're you're in some location. The camera is in front of you, and you have enemies jump out from behind the camera to attack you, and you have no way to react to that, right? I mean, that's just sloppy camera work. But come on, you've got to be able to move the camera with the right N- stick. You can't move the camera manually; it moves by itself. Wow! So have fun with that. I can't wait. Um, I, w- I wonder. I wonder if uh, did you notice Joe's on the line? I wonder if he has something to say about Castlevania. Do you think? Does, does Norm know what he wants to talk about? Do we have any idea? This is also a good question. All right, well... Because he's been bugging me about Castlevania. About <laughs> Castlevania specifically? Yeah, he has. All right, well, I would be I would be happy to bring Joe. This is a great time. Joe! Joe, you are on the air, sir. If he hasn't fallen. Hey, how you, how you guys doing? What's happening, Joe? Well, first of all, I do want to talk about Castlevania, actually. I um, knew it! Before that, before that, though, I feel compelled to tell Molly that uh, well, she was afraid of the rain... I was afraid of heights and planes, and I managed to make it to the show from across the country. That, that is absolutely true. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, you made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> you got to so be careful just, with that, you know, Joe. Next, next Proceed with, the, with your Castlevania. <laughs> okay, so Castlevania, Lords of Shadows sucks. Um, the one on PS2 and Xbox, that's my review, by the way, it sucks. The one on PS2 and Xbox was called Curse of Darkness. That sounds about right, okay. But uh, the problem with the one on the new one, uh, I don't even know where to begin. Okay, so the graphics are great and all that stuff. That's all well and good. 
the, the you can't, like Laura said, you can't control the camera whatsoever. It's it's fixed, and so in, it's it's not really fixed. Straight. It's the it's the I'll do whatever I want to camera. Yeah, it does whatever makes it look cinematic, basically, which isn't always best for gameplay. And my biggest issue I like that stuff. is you you're always just running in a straight line. Like you may turn left and then you're just running in a straight line. It's so linear. And then my biggest pet peeve is. You might as well, they might as well not even have let you jump in the game because it's so useless because you physically can't jump over anything. Nice. Like, All right, you... well, we're going to break, Joe. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. It's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. I brought in my laptop today so we get to look at some fancy pictures during the break. Very excited about that. Indeed. Um, I hope uh, Joe's still with us. Joe is, in fact, still with us. But before we get to Joe, I need to remind everyone to visit uat.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. Because, you know, I do that during the show. Did you know, by the way, that people actually, uh, listeners of this program, actually uh, contact UAT because of our ads? That's fantastic. It is. I I've talked many times about UET and how cool they are to us. So I am glad that we're effective advertising. So I have to ask, with the advertising that we do for them, do they kind of do that in return for us? Like, are there posters, like, you know, signs hung up well, on the wall? Like, listen to Chatterbox Radio on there, Tuesday nights. There were in the first year, but I don't I don't know that they advertise for us much anymore. Well... We're kind of, you know, we're kind of, kind of a, big, a big deal. Yeah, kind yeah. of a big deal. It should, you know, I'll talk to my friend at UAT and I'll just tell her to make like, you know, some finger painting type of thing. No, have just... her model you in 3D and then print you out in 3D. That would be awesome. And then, yeah, put the Chatterbox logo above it. That'd be great because they have 3D printers there. I talked about this before as well. Oh, yeah. In 3D. In, yes, I talked about it in 3D. Like, in okay. 3D stereophonic okay. sound. If you ever come to my apartment or... I don't want to transport it because it's actually kind of fragile, but I'll show you the uh, the Moomba from Final Fantasy VIII that she made and painted nice. for me. All right. Well, enough of the UAT talk. Joe. Yo. All right. Uh, so we had to cut you off there. You were talking about Castlevania, how much it sucks. Um, I'm surprised I'm to hear this because I actually want to play it. it. What's that? I've I've really wanted to play this game. It looked cool. Apparently, everyone agrees it does look cool. Yeah, I saw it at oh, E3. It, it looked very great. Just kind of sucks after that. Like, the gameplay you experienced in the demo, if you played the demo, is pretty much what you play the whole game. So so you so, do you do actually have the game, Joe? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that uh, we clarify that so we know that um, somebody it is, with, it is with more authority is talking tomorrow, to me. tomorrow, though, for a full refund. Really? You're <laughs> returning it that bad, huh? Yeah, it's going back. It's wow. a piece of crap. Wow. So so it's funny, Joe, because you texted me, right? You're like, you're going to pick up the new Castlevania. And I was <laughs> like, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, why does this guy think that I'm going to like this game or I'm interested? So I just like send you back like the most curt response possible. I'm yeah, like, I'm not like, interested. Nope. Right. And then you're just like, how come? You know? And um, yeah. so now, now you have, you see what I'm talking about, Joe? 
Yeah, see, it, it, it's so awful. See, you listen to me, you live longer. <laughs> it's, and it's not even like, like I knew it wasn't going to be a great Castlevania game, but I expected it to at least be a good adventure game. And it's not even that. It's like a the poor man's, poor man's God of War. It's that just atrocious. Have you played way. Dante's Inferno? Yeah, Dante's Inferno is ten times better. And you know what's oh. even better than that wow. is Enslaved, Odyssey to the West. And that is a game that is fantastic that nobody's talking about. Uh, actually, I saw Rich playing it. Yeah, early. Rich should be writing an article, a review article about it that should go up on Golgatron at That's some point. probably what Castlevania should have been, but wasn't. All right, well, you know, I'm finding this discussion incredibly boring, because we've all <laughs> just said in multiple ways that this game is no fun. Well, so. I mean, I compared can't to talk what's on your it. screen a lot, everything's boring. It, well, you're right about that. Um, oh, I can kind of see a little bit of right? the reflection in the window over there. There it is. <laughs> That's maybe, what computers are good for these Maybe days. not for Molly, but maybe. Maybe, maybe for no, Molly, too. Based on the discussion we were having during the break. Yeah, I, actually, I do got a little something about GameStop I wanted to share with you guys real quick. All right, lay it on me, man. So when I was in there uh, to get Castlevania, it probably took me about 30 minutes just to buy the game because... Now, with all these different promotions they're doing, it's no longer just, you want to reserve something? Yes or no? Okay, see ya. Now it's, do you want to reserve something? You got this card. Let me spend the next 15 minutes telling you about this card. Sign this. Put the sticker on this. And then in the next month, it's going to be, give me your gamer tag so I can try to sell you all this downloadable content. I, I seriously That's felt sales, my like... Friend. I, and I'm in sales. I, I, I feel you. But like, I seriously felt like I was buying a used car, and I was just trying to walk out with a game. Well, yeah, when I worked at GameStop, one requirement that we had, we had to sell a certain number of Game Informer uh, subscriptions per month. And with the Game Informer, you get the whatever, the the edge card. Yeah, I used to be a manager. I know the deal. Yeah, so there's always that. It's so much worse. Like, it's so much worse. And it's just like, I just want to buy a game, and I just want to go home. I didn't want to spend an hour and a half after I got out of work just trying to buy a game. If it's any consolation, I'm feeling like I'm being treated like that when I go to the bank these days. (laughs) Well, that's also true. The banks do it as well. But, you know, that's one of the good things about the big box stores when you go to... I I don't want to say it. I was about to say a good thing about Target, and I hate Target. But, you know, if you go there, you don't get hassled at least. Amazon. Uh, no. I'm really impatient. I don't like ordering from the internet because I want the game right now. So I will drive Did myself to the store. you know you can order store. it in advance and it will get delivered on the day of, of release? I don't care. It's I want it. I want to go purchase it. I want to hand my debit card and or cash over and be like, I have the game in my hands right now. I purchased this Did you at know this that very moment. You could order it before you really want it. And then when you really, really want it, it'll be right there. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the point I'm trying to make. All right. Joe, thank you for calling. I, I do appreciate it. Um, have a good one. Let's stop talking about Castlevania. Okay. All right? That a Agreed. deal? Sure. Okay. I'm satisfied um, with our... <clears throat> yeah. All right. Molly. Yes. During one of our breaks, you were telling us about the changes in Game Crush. Yes. Uh, apparently, you also wrote a big article about this uh, for Golgatron recently. There is a very big article up on Golgatron. It should be the most recent article if no one else has posted this evening. Um, but go to golgatron.com and look at the article. And it's basically the changes that have happened uh, with Game Crush recently have Back kind up, of... what's Game Crush? One sentence. Game Crush is a site where men pay money to play video games with women. Why only men? Uh, technically not 
only men, but men are the only ones in practice. Yes. Wait, I've okay. seen. I've there's been guys on there. Yeah, know. they're okay. So is it is it men play with men? Can a girl play with a man? Yes, but it it doesn't. It's probably really... dudes looking for ladies and dudes looking for dudes. Yeah. It's it's it actually mirrors prostitution quite well because there's very few uh, straight male prostitutes, but very many gay male prostitutes. This is true. Yes. Exactly. So um, they revamped their site. They've been in beta since I think I wrote I wrote a, an article about Game Crush when they first launched, when the idea was fresh, the site was new, and uh, entertainingly enough, the day of launch for Game Crush, uh, I guess they didn't anticipate all of the traffic, and everything just crashed. And site was down. Nobody could access it. Th- that happened for like two, three days. Yeah, me and my buddies at work, um, we were all very, very uh, anticipating <laughs> that launch. And we were so disappointed when it, yeah, it was totally, it was like gone. It was like, hey, we're launching tomorrow. Yeah, oh, sorry, we don't know. We can't handle the, uh, we got like ten times more people than we thought we would. So site like, was probably up for all of five minutes before yeah. it crashed and burned. Yeah. And I can't understand. And why. it was it was gone for a while. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, tomorrow it's back up again, right? Like, it was but, serious business. Yeah, instead of launching full-on into the site, they decided to kind of, you know, put it in beta and clean everything up. And just, you had to have invites to go to it. Uh, you could sign up as a play date. You didn't have to get like a certain beta key to to be a play date. Play date. That's the word we're looking yes, for. Yes, that's the that's the word where you receive the funds for performing the services, but it's not really a service. You're just playing a game with a guy via webcam or oh, headset. Oh, that's a service. That <laughs> I guess so. And you can multitask services potentially. Potentially, but so it's in beta forever. Um, but I think the new site just launched yesterday, and um, I get an email because I'm signed up as a playdate. And uh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you can play with Molly for money on GameCrush.com. Yes, you realize what unprecedented marketing you're receiving. I'm. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm going to be is, popular. This is unparalleled. <laughs> at, at PAX, there were Game Crush girls handing out. Like, uh, I have a Game play, Crush shirt. Trading cards with with their pictures on there, with their boobs just totally hang, was almost it, totally was it, hanging. Was out. it the same person? What do you mean the same? Like person? like if the Game Crush girl gave her like give you her card, was it her? Well, I have no idea. I didn't I didn't try oh. to play. Oh. I'm just saying that there were these trading cards for these girls, and since you see them while you're playing, I presume that it was the same person. Yeah. And Bet- I better, hope that they're as dulled up better be. in, during the real game as they are in their cards. Because that's bait and switch. Yeah, Can't you realize when you play, you're going to have to get all like dolled up and pretty. Oh, Otherwise, no, you're not no, going to no. have a market. Yeah, I've, I've realized this, and uh, I have a whole thing of makeup on standby. I right. I don't, if you know me, I don't typically wear makeup, but I'm going to. We're going to dress it on. you up. Yeah. So here's the plan: we want to interview Molly uh, before she plays on game because you haven't even played a real game yet, right? You played like one um, time for a few minutes. Well, what they do is you can play flash games via webcam on your computer, um, or you can play. Previously, it was only four games on the Xbox, which were Modern Warfare 2, Doesn't GTA 4, yeah, different games. Um, but now, with the new site revamp, they've opened everything up, so you can play any game on any console as long as it's uh, multiplayer, but you have to be on webcam. Okay. That's You have to. So, uh, I initially played, I played a Flash game over the computer, 
for four minutes, made four dollars. Nice. So, so we want to to interview Molly for Golgotron site uh, in advance of playing, and then video the play session, which Game Crush hopefully won't know about, and then interview <laughs> afterwards and see um, how she feels about the whole the whole event. So stay tuned for that that crack article coming soon. That will be fantastic. Um, and yeah, go to goldcatron.com to read more about her opinion on the new site. We'll be right back with the last bit of the show right after these, these words. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have returned. It's Chatterbox video game radio the Ara's birthday edition we didn't Woo! even mention it yeah it's my birthday i wish i had like a noisemaker of some sort guess how old Woo! i am today like 82 i'm uh, uh 19 oh 19 yeah it's a yes because you just turned 18 you ever year? seen that that uh, that movie where the guy ages backwards yes kind of like that okay yeah next year i'll be 18 jack what is that what it was called no robin williams no no oh wait no benjamin mm-hmm. button oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, kinda i kinda was like, i was thinking like of yeah. I'll look older, but don't let that fool you. Okay. I'll be younger. So, today is Ara's birthday. Feel free to send us mail to uh, celebrate that birthday. I've mm. had a couple users sign up to play Words with Friends with me on the iPhone. I'm excited about that. So, that's awesome. We also had a review on iTunes, a very positive one recently. Oh, for the so show. I say that because, yeah, because I want... <laughs> To encourage other people to go into iTunes and rate reviews for us. I don't know how that would help us in any way, but That's it just makes me hear. feel good. Sure. Uh, <laughs> good or bad, actually, to just see that number go up. I good like vibes. That. Um, and, you know, feel free to rate Molly and uh, play against <laughs> her on Game Crush and then and then rate the show. That, yes. That would be fantastic. So we got to get Molly playing Game Crush. Yes. Are you going to, like, plan that every Saturday at such and such time you will play? Uh, they actually do have a section of your profile where you can... You can say, oh, this is my schedule. I will be online at this time, and I will be available to Consistent play these games. Consistent hours and... are important. So we go over to Rich's like every Saturday for Golgotron <laughs> Mania. You should, do, you should just come over earlier. True. And then every Saturday, play some Game Crush. But, you know... <sighs> and charge if I, Rich. If I have to be on webcam... Because then Rich, Rich will run around naked in, in the house. I know, exactly, because... <laughs> you know it'll happen, about and it'll be awesome. It, previously, I had a roommate... He was a guy who lived on my couch. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to do the Game Crush thing because I was afraid that he would just walk in the background. And then the person I'm playing against would be like, what is going on? Who's that dude? We got a 3B going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I kind of, not because it's going to be perverted or anything, but I want to play in privacy so that oh, I don't have any oh, background. No, that's not perverse at all. No, I don't want you any wanna, background distractions or Rich being naked and waving his arms uh, you know. Yeah, that's not going to be good for business. You want to light some candles, yeah. turn yeah. on some music, you know, in the background. Turn the Just, lights down low. Yes. I understand what it's like. No, that's... I would do the same thing. Definitely. Minus the backup dancers. I would have backup dancers. <laughs> that, you, could, you could have a shtick. Like, your thing is the entertaining Game Crush Girl. And we could, we could get, like, a Barbershop Golgatron Quartet. Oh, jeez. Right? I feel that like would I, be a shocker. I well, feel... Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, we should totally do like a chat roulette type of thing where it seems all normal and then ambush and it's suddenly like there's so much stuff going on in the background. But you, I, would, you would be the the shticky. Oh, get it, pun. Uh, <laughs> since you love all your puns, 
Uh, you could be the sticky Game Crush girl. True. That would be awesome. Yeah. There's so many ideas for this. I don't know why. We should we, we should have a powwow well. this weekend and write them all down, yeah. and we can make a series of videos where different things happen when Molly plays Game Crush. That would be fantastic. That will end well. All right. <laughs> so um, we've got we got a little bit of time. Aside from mentioning University of Advanced Technology and UAT.edu, yeah. their website. Um, I, I what want, else do we want to do? I, I want to talk about that. You that, want to talk about Facebook games? Pissing me off. Yeah. Facebook games. Is it Brenda that's pissing you off or Facebook game? Yeah, it's, she's pissing me off. Because you realize this is going to lead into more discussion of Castlevania. No, it won't. Even No, it's not going to. Because that's why Facebook games are in the video game news right now, because of Castlevania's Facebook game. No, nothing to do with that. Okay. Okay, let, let me, let me, I just want to read a quote, okay? So, and then, and then I'll tell you why I'm pissed off. Does Simon Belmont have a Facebook page? I, I don't know. No, only real people are allowed to have uh, Facebook pages. And if your name appears... Like like resembles a fake one, then they'll they'll also kick you out. They are pretty strict about their terms of service. Yeah. So hmm. so like um. I'm gonna change my name like on that, Facebook. Like that guy who was named Justin Bieber, but he was actually like 47 years old, and that was his real name. Like they told him he couldn't have his Facebook account because somebody more popular than you now has that name. What? That's really? awesome. Yes, that's actually. There's a real guy named Bieber. Yes, Justin Bieber. Wow. Okay, anyway, what if it was his dad? Well then. Yeah, even worse, I guess. Sorry, Dad, I <laughs> well, maybe not. Okay, so there, there's this, there's, there's this, there's this, some kind of uh, commotion been going on in the industry lately about uh, what are so-called Facebook social games, right? And these are the games like Farmville. These highly, the characteristic thing about these games is that they're highly monetized, right? Um, they're generally Free to play, but you have to pay for doing various things in the game, like we were talking about in the past, right? Yeah, they they start you out. Okay, with all simple that things. all that stuff. Okay, yeah. so so I don't want to retread over that. Oh but, no. So there's there's just okay there's this article on 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 Gamma Sutra called Facebook Games Level Up, right? And and they're for some reason they do these articles in like two stories sometimes. I don't know why they do. Anyway, I was so pissed off about this, I actually commented on it. So you can go there and you can read my comment. And if that pisses you off, then write us a letter. That would be awesome. Um, so in this article, a few of the higher profile designers who work on these types of games talk about how these games have been developing, okay, and how they're getting so much better and all this other stuff, right? And I just I, – I have this quote from this woman named Brenda uh, Brathwaite. We've mentioned her on the show before. Yeah, she's, she's a seasoned developer, okay? She's been making games – for like almost 20 years, she's like has been credited on like 20 plus games, right? It's like if anyone's an expert, this person is. She also talks a lot about uh, sex and games. Ostensibly, okay. Oh, I've heard she, of that chick. Here's the thing, okay? I'm reading this article on this quote. I, I'm just absolutely, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the word is. I'm just completely shocked that uh, flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. Thank you. That uh, such inane garbage will come out of somebody's mouth. Right? And I'm just going to read you guys the quote, and I'll rant for a minute, and then whatever. Okay, so... Brenda said, In a Facebook game, people basically go in, they click, 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 and they get out, hopefully with some kind of reward. But it's easy to say that about any kind of game. Take Doom. You click, 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 and blow S up. In our game, Critter Island, you need to collect hundreds of stars. I find it endlessly amusing picking those things up. Why? I don't know, and I don't care. Like, are you kidding me? 
You're a professional developer. One, as a designer, it's your job to know. Hold on, don't interrupt me. It's your job to know why people do things. And, and, and two, it's your job to care about what motivates people to do things, right? This is the basics of the, the dynamics of design. Okay, let me read the second part, okay? Let me know when I can interrupt. I will. Likewise, I find it endlessly amusing to beat on creatures in World of Warcraft. Why? Who knows? In all these examples, it's just something relaxing and enjoyable for me to do. I don't look at the 20 minutes I've blown and say, damn, I could have been reading Ulysses. I don't necessarily think games must have some higher social purpose. As long as they are fun, I'm okay with that. And there are so many gamers out there for whom casual clicking is exactly what they want. Okay, you want to say something? Yeah, so... (laughs) She's also somewhat of a of a promoter. Brenda is good at, at getting the attention, right? And Wait, are you are you saying she's trolling? Is that what you're getting at? No, not trolling. What I'm saying is she's she's very intentionally making the point. And and this seems obvious to me and, and I can only this guess is, that you How can you compare the dynamics of dodging and shooting in a game like Doom to clicking on something in a, a, a Zingla style game? That's not what I'm saying. When she says, "That's what she is saying." When she says, "I don't know and I don't care why I have this motivation," right? She's, um, gosh, there's a word for it when you you take in some, what when you apply a feeling to yourself when it doesn't necessarily mean to be on yourself. But she's, uh, she's saying "I," but she means a person in general. Right. right? It's it's clear that she's just making the point that the well, public doesn't know point, why. Well, the, the the public doesn't know why, but that still has that that. That still doesn't mean that a designer should be any less concerned about how and why and how motivated and why a player. But that wasn't is her goal in, in this. In this, if if someone were actually asking her that question instead of uh, she asking that so, question of herself in an article to make right, a point, right. like she was in, she was trying to make that point. So, 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 so I don't think she actually feels the way that you're suggesting. So your she interpretation feels. is that like okay, so players don't care. Right, and so she's trying to express that players don't care. But she's okay. not trying to actually now, say on, that on the face she of doesn't it, care. I would I would accept that sentiment, right? But the problem is, is that right before those words, she basically equates clicking on cows to fast-paced game that hand-eye coordination game dynamics. And in this case, there's something similar about it. The, yeah, the something similar is like one piece of it that doesn't adequately express the differences that are really important. You can't sit here and tell me that a game like Street Fighter doesn't give you a unique sense of satisfaction that you can't get from like something like, I don't know, a Facebook game. No, I'm with you, but that's me. But the, the point is that there are other players who play these Farmville games who love them and they get whatever positive well, well, that's, feelings that's that fine. they get. I don't, I, don't, I don't deny that some people prefer those things. I fully accept that. You know, and there, you know, all kinds of people like all different types of games, right? But you can't you can't say that you know A is equal to B and completely discount important things about how B is different from A. Well, I think she was just trying to make a point in this article. Yeah. And if you ever yeah. sat down with her to ask her her real feelings on this, well, I'd like you, to know you would get some different feelings. information. I, I sure hope so. Because she she actually is a fairly insightful person. As I, much as for some reason I, usually, I don't like her, this is usually <laughs> what I expect from her, and that's why I'm really surprised to hear this kind of garbage. She's just. She's trying to make a point. Don't feel bad. You can still look. Oh, I don't her. feel bad about it at all. You can still paste her picture on, you know, her headshot on pictures of naked women. I don't do that. End of show. We'll be back next week, guys. Nice try. Bye. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.